from the creators of Wagertainment. We bring you none of the hot take BS. We bring you bets. We bring you sports. I don't care about bragging rights. It just introduces more volatility into the equation. I don't care about victory laps. Stop it. Please stop it. <laughs> Throw the football into the floor. The BetQL Network presents your favorite handicapper's favorite handicapper, Ken Barkley. If I have an opinion, I'm just going to go put money on that thing happening. And your host, Nick Costos. Every single play of every single game impacts you in some way, shape, or form. It's You Better You Bet, presented by BetMGM. Yes, indeed it is You Better You Bet. Nick Costos, Ken Barkley, awesome to be here with you on the BetQL Network. Every game here, Game 7, no hot take BS on this show. We bring you the bets. And we bring you the sports. And we're coming to you live today from all the usual spots. That's the Odyssey app. That's the BetQL app. We'll be simulcast by our friends at Stadium from 4 to 6 p.m. Eastern time. We're on YouTube at youtube.com backslash Odyssey Sports. We are on Twitch at twitch.tv backslash BetQL. And we're heard on radio stations nationwide, including Satellite Radio, Sirius 160, and XM 205. As Ken and I are here, we're bringing you the wagertainment, talking all things sports betting. Proudly presented today and always by the king of sportsbooks, the great people at BetMGM. We want you to download the BetMGM app and visit BetMGM.com. And we want you to do that on this T3. We got three words and they all start with the letter T. Terrific Football Tuesday. Terrific Football Tuesday. November 28th in the year of our Lord 2023. Less than a month until Christmas, which is pretty awesome. Absolutely can't wait for that. Our show on Twitter, at You Better You Bet. I'm on Twitter and the gram at the Costos. Ken Barkley, your favorite handicapper's favorite handicapper. Feeling better today? Because he's on X at Locky Lockerson. That's how it works. And on this, yeah, take X and Don't you feel, feel good, better. feel good, take more X. And, yep. and, then, and then when it wears off, you feel bad. And, mm-hmm. and, and, you, and your mouth's probably really dry. And Not that I would know from experience. Yeah. <laughs> and we're on again tomorrow. Uh, and on this terrific football Tuesday, we will bring you four phenomenal guests. Uh, Matt Moore will join us on the show today. We're going to talk all things NBA, state of the NBA with our guy Matt Moore from the Action Network, one of the absolute best in the business, one of our favorite guests in the history of You Better You Bet. Matt Moore will join us one hour from now to kick off our Tuesday on Stadium. We'll also be joined by the whale capper Drew Densick, normally joins us on Mondays. We'll have him on today, though. We'll talk some NBA with Drew, also get his early thoughts on Week 13 in the NFL. To start the Power Hour today, one of the biggest names in sports media, our friend Big Cat, uh, Dan Katz from Barstool Sports of the you know, insanely popular Pardon My Take podcast. Big Cat will join us at 6 o'clock Eastern. Been a couple seasons since we had Big Cat on the show. You know Barstool Sportsbook. We're sponsored by BetMGM. <laughs> that old chestnut. But Do now, obviously, you know, Big, Big Cat right. free to come yeah. on with us, which is really great. Mm-hmm. Big Cat's been good to us over the years. We're very excited to welcome our friend Barstool Big Cat Dan Katz to the show coming up at 6 o'clock Eastern time. And then we'll talk the Hero World Challenge after Big Cat with our friend Jason Sobel from Sirius XM PGA Tour Radio giving us golf bets for the weekend here on You Better You Bet. You could have done that. could have been like from, from Big Cat to Tiger. Oh, that's the, not bad. Pretty good, right? Because people I just call that Tiger one too. sometimes the big cat, right? They do. They call, they call them some other stuff too sometimes. Yes, <laughs> I, 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 a, a lot of other things. But the, yeah, it's like, you know what? There's there's a, another joke. Yep. I, you know what? I'm just going to move on here because yeah. I have a really good joke. And I don't what know else if it's we got? Or not, so I won't tell it. Oh, <laughs> right. we, got, well, we got lots going on. Now, oh, so today, much stuff. Yeah, I haven't about, even done the plus yet. Think yeah. about how many times this season and, you know, it's all it's always great to do it because it's great and it's the best thing. It's my favorite thing, at least. How many times have we celebrated football on the show thus far? This football season, 
the summer, this past spring with the NFL draft and free agency and the schedule reveal. Today on the show, we will take the opportunity a little bit more. Actually, I think like today's actually like the actual one month anniversary of the NBA season starting, even though like the dates aren't synced up. It's basically like four weeks ago today, the NBA returned to our lives. Today on You Better You Bet, we celebrate football. I'm just kidding. We'll, we'll celebrate basketball well, on both. the show today. And very much Cele- well. Celebrating a ton of football too, by the way. I thought, yeah, that was, right. thought that was a good opportunity just to throw that joke in. But yes, we will celebrate basketball on the show today. We're a little bit more than a month into the season. We'll take the temperature of the NBA title market. We'll talk NBA most valuable player. We got a lot to get to with the NBA in-season tournament coming up tonight. A lot of games coming up. A lot of fun storylines going on right now in the association. Like, like the Orlando Magic just beat the Celtics and the Nuggets this week. They're 12-5. and five. Are the Magic for real? Plus 260 to win their own division. Who's going to win the NBA championship? Like, we got a lot to talk to about the NBA today, both with Matt Moore, Ken, and myself. will bandy a lot of it around. We are excited today on You Better You Bet to celebrate basketball. And then, you know, we'll celebrate football also because it's Tuesday, and that means it's day two of Lochmas and Santa Locky, uh, Ken Barkley, going to tell us how to bet the Heisman Trophy as we approach conference championship weekend in the great sport of college football where it feels like there's only three names that can win the Heisman Trophy. Which one should you bet on? Uh, Ken Barkley is going to tell you as we move along in the program. And we will finish our handicap, obviously, of Week 13 in the National Football League with P-squared, B-squared. We got to talk the Chiefs and the Packers on Sunday Night Football. We got to talk the Bengals and the Jaguars on Monday Night Football. Here, here, Here's that, by the way. Tease Jacksonville, bet the ja- whatever, and just like enjoy month, next Monday night. I think that will, that will be really great. And then, uh... Maybe the NFC Championship game preview in Philadelphia with the Eagles and the 49ers. Even more interesting market movements on that game today with San Francisco at Philly. Very exciting to discuss. And in the final segments of the show, of the power hour, the final hour of the program, our bets for tonight in the National Hockey League, bets of steel, and best of the best in the NBA. We're locked and loaded, Ken. Terrific football slash basketball Tuesday. How's it going? Yeah, good. Celebrating a lot of stuff. Uh, Celebrating... An absolutely miserable football game last night too, which we didn't, we haven't alluded to yet. Uh, Vikings Bears. I actually usually this is your area of expertise, like sitting through games like this, where you just go, "This is like great." It's close at the end. Also, this is awful. Also, this is a terrible experience. Uh, but because of the way the sports schedule worked last night, like the hockey games were all blowouts, and there weren't very many of them. Um, and a couple of the, you know, the good ones were later actually in terms of competitiveness, the, uh, the NBA games were just, just awful. I mean, like the worst slate of games you could possibly bet. Great. There were upsets. Also, those were unwatchable. Um, and so what it ended up happening is I just go, I'm going to stick it out with Vikings bears. I'm just going to see what happens here. Cause Welcome. like, I, what else am I going to watch? Like what else is there's nothing on Sixers are beating the Lakers by 900 points. LeBron wants to play for a new team apparently. And, uh, and just, there's just nothing else. So I sat through the game, like yeah, the ending, which we can talk about. Fantastic. But, uh, but as a game, oof, just like a tough watch the entire time. And really I, like, I found it very surprising. Maybe I shouldn't have found it surprising maybe because of how these teams are playing right now. But uh, I expected a little bit different than what we got last night. Well, I I'm not surprised by the effort we got from the bears, which was, they looked surprisingly competent throughout the game because like, they're actually like right. not a bad team. Like they actually have some talent on both sides of the ball, but uh, they just like, aren't good. And they foul up in the big moments. Uh, to me, the story was it was much less about Chicago. I think the Bears gave you like exactly the effort that I would expect from Chicago. Uh, 
I look at it as Minnesota was actually so bad last night that the Bears were trying desperately to do the thing they do where they lose every single game at the very end, despite maybe like should win the game like we saw last week against the Detroit Lions, where the Bears were desperately trying to lose the game, and the Vikings and Josh Dobbs were actually so bad that the Bears managed to do something they never do in the Eber lose fields era, which is to, you know, win. So for me, that that was so much more, Ken, about the Minnesota Vikings being so inept than it was. The Bears were dying to lose that game. And the Vikings said, you know what? We'd like to lose more than you guys today. You sure. guys can have this one. That that was for me. I couldn't believe how bad the Vikings offense played last night. And like I know like Josh Dobbs was never as good as he had been. He was never going to be that. He's never been that in his career. But I mean, that was like he he's Mac Jones meets Zach Wilson meets Tim Boyle last night. That's one of the worst quarterback games. That's like the Josh Freeman game when he played for the Vikings against the Giants like a decade ago on Monday Night Football. That's as bad as it gets. It was really bad. Yeah, I mean, if you're ranking like most surprising things, his performance despite what he had been at previous stops is probably top of the list. I just meant like, the, I mean, the Bears, like you'd be like, it's it's exactly what you expected. I mean, they scored 12 points. They kicked a field goal at the end of the game. They had nine points, 59 minutes into the game. Like I, I expected a little different than that. Like just as from just what type of game it was going to be. The total in the game didn't close 22. You know, I mean, it closed much higher than that. I thought it was going to be a slightly different game. But uh, yeah, just the sheer number of turnovers. I just there were some things the Bears did that I expect the past it, for people who have not seen the pass chart for Justin Fields is like the attempt chart where it's like where every pass went. It is it kind of looks like a butterfly if you look at it the right way, because it's basically just two giant like blobs located on each side of him at the line of scrimmage connected by like a narrow band. <laughs> it's like actually got like a bow tie. He's got like a little bow tie of a passing chart where it's like, ah, two yards behind the line of scrimmage, two yards in front of it, two yards behind it, two yards in front of it. Like literally never threw the ball downfield once. So there was, you're right. There were some things we expected, but this Dobbs thing. And I know we sound like a broken record. Sometimes I definitely do. We do too many shows. I'm going to sound like a broken record all the time, but just like really to again say, cause I think people forget. I really do. Like the week-to-week nature of the NFL and how long the season. Dobbs was the MVP two weeks ago. I mean, the guy you could, couldn't do anything wrong. America's we, quarterback. We had we had to have a conversation about whether he was going to win comeback player of the year, despite the fact it made no sense, and how it was reasonable because everyone loved him so much, despite the fact that it made no sense. That's how much everybody was into this. And they were they were America's team. We loved it when they because we bet it when they beat the Saints in that game. And just like, yeah, two weeks later, O'Connell's talking after the game about like need to reconsider who the quarterback might be. Now, he doesn't have to make a change, but just the fact that like that's what the press conference is about. And it's just so funny because you go to go to comeback player of the year. He was four to one. Then they lose this game. Twelve to ten. Now he's seventy five. Whoops. I guess he's not going to win. Guess that's how it goes. I just, uh, again, like yet another example. And I mean, just the NFC North, like, oh, like the Vikings, they're they're this feisty playoff team. Actually, now the Packers might win the division. Actually, that's like what might happen, which is just, again, it's just so damn long. (laughs) It's just, it's so long that so many things can happen. I have to remind myself of that. Sometimes when we make like proclamations on the show, I just, it's crazy. And like last night, Again, concludes like another like two week mini season, this time for the Vikings, and it's really negative and things aren't going well. And Dobbs isn't really doing that well at quarterback and they might not make the playoffs anymore. Like that's where we are now. And it's crazy to think about that. 
and, and, and like and Seattle obviously mired in a potential like a like losing streak. Obviously with Dallas coming up uh, in in a couple nights here. Dallas who's on a winning six, streak. The six right, yeah. seven in the NFC is all of a sudden like the Packers and the Rams got to feel like they have new leases on life with the way like things have turned out for them the last couple sure. weeks. Obviously with the with the performances of the teams ahead of them with the Vikings well, you got losing, coach the of the year. losing. Everybody lost. Everybody Except lost. Sean Payton <laughs> and, and and Shane Steichen. Yeah. And Shane Steichen. Such, I don't and, have any. I don't have any money on Shane Steichen. So and, I can't, I can't do the hey, hey, hey with him. Brian and Dable. He, he won too. That's true. He did, he I don't even know if he was supposed to win. And he won. No, oh. Well, well, I'm happy. I'm happy that they did for our bet. Actually, I guess they could have lost by lost by three or whatever. Um, we'll debut like a new version of He's a Slap coming up in a moment. But I think we need to touch on some some other news that involves not a current NFC North quarterback, but maybe the best quarterback in the history of that, that division, the NFC North, since it's been around only for 20 years or so. And that is uh, Aaron Rodgers, obviously, who's now with the Jets, torn Achilles, week one, four plays into the season, obviously. And there had been a lot of conversation, you know, maybe Aaron Rodgers is going to come back at some point this regular season, um, provided that he's healthy and the team's in playoff contention. Um, well, Aaron Rodgers on Pat McAfee's show on Tuesdays, as he always is, because they pay him a ton of money. Just, hey, Pat. If you'd like to pay me money, I will also go on your show every Tuesday gladly. Absolutely gladly. Uh, so Aaron Rodgers goes on a show and says, you know, if I come back this year, it'll be not only my health will determine it, but also if the Jets are in playoff contention. I think, Ken, you and I had the same reaction to that. And I think, look, anything can happen. He come back and play this week. Who the hell knows? Just like you hear that. And that signals that he ain't coming back till next year. That Aaron Rodgers will see it, see you in 2024, everybody. Because this team's not going to be in playoff contention by the time he's ready to come back. Um, so I think we've seen the last of Aaron Rodgers this year. Unfortunately, Ken, I think probably eliminates him from the comeback player of the year market. Not definitely, but I'm guessing that you and I are probably thinking the same way about this. Yeah, I mean, you just you're just making your best guess, right? That's what that's what so much of this stuff is. Can be wrong, can be right, but like you're just making your best guess. Uh, it's it, you, it's a struggle to listen to that clip and not come away with any other opinion than just this. This doesn't seem like it's going to happen. And uh, and yeah, so look, there are no markets that are really affected by. We'll do comeback player of the year in a second. No markets that are really affected by this. The Jets are extremely unlike, almost unbettable, unlikely to make the playoffs already. Um, so yeah, no no need to put any money in there. Um, their market for this week's game would not be impacted because we knew Boyle was going to start. The Jets are not alive for anything important or interesting this year uh it's really just like rogers we remove another candidate from comeback player they removed josh dobbs now we're removing aaron Rodgers. and i think the story of this market this year has honestly been like we've been you know i well i'll speak for myself like i've been searching for players who i thought could like create an interesting conversation versus damar hamlin i've been searching for players that i thought could do that and the story of this year has been that every single one of them has fizzled so far that we don't have any we don't have anyone that's worth having a conversation about with one exception and it's going to be Russell Wilson. And this is already starting. And you, I've seen it in a ton of places. I'm not even doing the talking. I'm just doing the listening. I see it in places. And there's kind of an argument going on right now a little bit. How can he win? DeMar Hamlin's story is so much crazier. That's happening. But Russell Wilson could also lose to Houston this week. And if that happens, then he fizzles. And there's just no one left and Hamlin wins. Like, that's really, like, very reasonable. That's, like, the way it's, it may end up going this year. With Rodgers now, obviously, very unlikely to play. Dobbs loses a couple games. Uh, there just aren't a lot of compelling P, uh, players in, the, in that market right now. Uh, someone who's who's bet on Russell Wilson comeback player of the year. I got four words. Broncos country. Let's ride. USOBs. Let's effing ride to a win on Sunday, please, on the road in Houston. All right, on the other side, we will begin to celebrate basketball. We'll talk some NBA on the show, the NBA title market. But we'll start off 
with a new version that I'm debuting. We'll try it out of He's a Slap, holding accountable the losers week 12 in the NFL. We'll be right back with You Better You Bet, presented by BetMGM. <laughs> on the BetQL Network.